Something is bubbling among women today. Women crave honest stories that entertain, motivate, and move them. Women want reinforcement that they are not alone in feeling the way that they do and that they can feel good about their prospects. Stories and Strategies for Women podcast will share riveting stories about amazing women. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. A good story well told is powerful. A good story can motivate. A good story can inspire action. Hey, Stories and Strategies listeners. We are very excited to welcome a new sponsor. It's iBobs at iBobs.com. I discovered iBobs a few years ago when I needed readers. If I needed to wear glasses, I wanted them to be fun to wear and fun to buy. iBobs fits the bill and makes buying glasses super easy. Wondering what frames look the best on you? Check out the style quiz on the site to help you find the perfect frames iBobs is offering a special discount for Stories and Strategies for Women listeners. Enter promo code STORIESANDSTRAT10, spell the end, at the checkout to receive your 10% discount today. Welcome to Stories and Strategies for Women. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. Anyone notice that The Sound of Music was on NBC last night? One of my all-time favorite movies, and I hope it's yours, or a few days before Christmas in 2021 and I thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about the movie and some trivia about the movie. I'm a little nerd when it comes to the sound of music. I absolutely love the movie and a few years ago my family bought me the DVD with additional bonus footage and interviews with the actors and they all talked about making the film and some of the interesting things that happened while they were making the film. So I thought it would be fun to talk about that in this quickie podcast, our last podcast on stories and strategies for women before the end of the year. And you can wow your relatives with your trivia knowledge of The Sound of Music. So The Sound of Music was filmed in 1965. It was just one of those feel-good movies that everybody loved. The uh, It was written as a collaboration between the famous Oscar and Hammerstein. And the movie did really well. And it seems to be a favorite. I think they play it at Christmas time because of the Raindrops on Roses song, Favorite Things. They feel like it's kind of a Christmassy song, and I think some people turned around and made it into a Christmas song, so they kind of pull it out at Christmas time, family, all that kind of thing. But if you watch the movie as many times as I have, you notice some things about it that, that are kind of funny. Like, if you watch... Uh, Julie Andrews ends up hitting the top of her head nine times during the show, you know, in different scenes, which is, I think it's nine. So so you can go ahead, go back and watch and you can count, count it. For some reason, she feels hitting the top of her head is part of the character. Must be a signature move. The other thing, too, is if you watch it, the outside scenes when you're outside their house in Austria... They, they're so gorgeous. They almost look like, you know, it's, it's not real. Like it's a soundstage and then there's a kind of a picture behind the mansion. But it is, in fact, an actual 
place and they 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 filmed all the outside scenes in Austria and that's in Salzburg, Austria and just absolutely gorgeous. So those are actual shots. Uh house inside the interiors were a sound stage and that's how they were all filmed. And what's kind of funny is that they filmed over a period of time as they usually do with movies. But the kids, you know, whenever you're working with kids, they're going to continue to grow as they get older. So there are scenes where the son, Friedrich, is actually taller than the oldest daughter, Liesel. And then if you watch, there are times when he's actually shorter. So that's kind of interesting. Another problem that they brought up in the anniversary edition of the DVD was that Christopher Plummer's wardrobe people were having trouble because sometimes his his formal jacket would fit with no problem and sometimes it would be bursting at the seam so apparently his weight was fluctuating during during the film and if you watch you can see that that is in fact happening Another funny thing was the uh, the kiss when the actors are interviewed. The the ki- the first kiss between Plummer and Julie Andrews under the gazebo, the famous gazebo where Liesel and Rolf dance. When they finally get a chance to kiss, apparently the actors are so close to one another that they could not stop laughing, and the director was getting annoyed with the both of them, they finally decided to film that kiss as a profile. So that's why it's so dark when you watch it in the movie, because they just could not stop laughing. And back to that dance between Liesel and Rolf, if you're watching the dance, you'll see where there's an edit, because they they do a dance move that just wasn't flowing exactly it just was not possible in the space that they had so you see it's really well done but there is an edit there where they finish up that dance so watch it and see if you can see where they're where they're making that cut another interesting piece of trivia and you might already know this because i think this was popularly reported was that the original maria von trapp was in the movie and you can see her during the the scene where Maria is trying to get to the house and she's walking through Salzburg and um, she's singing Confidence, the Confidence in Me song. And you can see, see if you can find the actual Mrs. Von Trapp. Another funny thing that happened was that, and I, I think Julie Andrews has been interviewed about this and she admitted that this happened, was in the scene where Maria and all the kids are on the boat out back of their house, the boat topples, and the youngest little girl, Gretel, she ends up falling off the boat in the back by herself. And then when they cut it again, you can see her in the arms of Louisa, one of the other characters, but in the original cut, she she couldn't swim and she almost drowned, but she was okay, thank goodness. But it's kind of fun to go back and watch that and see how, yeah, oh my gosh, look at that. She just kind of flipped backwards. Let me see, what else? Oh, the other thing I thought was funny was Maria talks in the beginning of the movie about how, as a nun, you give away all your worldly 
possessions and you really don't have anything of your own. And so you would wear the novice uniform or the postulate uniform. Your clothes are given to the poor. And so when Maria decides to leave the Von Trapp family and head back to the convent, and then she decides after speaking to Mother Superior that she's going to head back, that she can't escape her problems. She decides to go back to the Von Trapps, and she has this really gorgeous blue dress on when she returns. And the reason, and you'll see this, I don't know if you ever caught it, but the there's a little scene where a postulate is sitting with Mother Superior, and she's just entering the convent, and she's wearing that same dress. And that's the dress that Maria ends up wearing back to the Von Trapp family. So, so there's a continuity piece there in the wardrobe that they did a great job with because that is actually the dress that Maria is wearing. So well done there. Uh, Christopher Plummer is not actually singing in the movie, but of course the great Julie Andrews is and did a fantastic job. And the music itself, and we talked about it being um, Oscar and Hammerstein. I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I live in Pennsylvania in Bucks County and Hammerstein had a farm called Highland Farm in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, Doylestown, Pennsylvania. And his family, I think it's his grandson or his great-grandson, is actually uh, created a 501c3 organization. What they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, turn that home and the farm itself into a museum and a theater education center. And they've been working on that for years. They're doing a great job with it. But the original farm was built in 1840. And that's where Hammerstein got his inspiration to write some of the the great musicals that we know of, including The Sound of Music and Oklahoma, where he would look outside his kitchen window and see the rolling hills in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and it inspired Oklahoma. So um, it will be a tour spot, but also a cultural event destination. And you can find out more about the Hammerstein organization uh, at their Facebook page, the Oscar Hammerstein Museum and Theater Education Center. They are accepting donations. You can donate right on their website, hammersteinmuseum.org. They've already done some terrific terrific work over there they they've used one of the buildings i think it's a barn as as a way for local artists to uh showcase their their beautiful paintings and i know what they want to do is to have folks who are interested in theater be able to explore that opportunity so they do some great work over there if you're interested and it's kind of interesting that right around right around my neighborhood is where this wonderful sound of music actually got started. And pretty neat that that's right around the corner. He was a real humanitarian, Oscar Hammerstein. He he was a big fan of Pearl S. Buck, who's also local in Bucks County. Uh, that's where she lived for a very long time. The wonderful, prolific author and the award winner. I think she was Nobel Peace Prize w- winner. Amazing writer. And um, he he was very instrumental in helping her with her cause um, to help children 
who lived overseas to get adopted uh, here in the States and when it wasn't a very popular thing to do. So he was very supportive of her work. He was a humanitarian in his own right and, of course, created all that fabulous music. So anyway, if you're interested, you can find out more at thehammersteinmuseum.org. Well, I hope I've given you enough trivia to wow the guests at your holiday uh, dinners and parties. If you have anything else that you'd like to add, let me know. I'm also going to put in a link in my blog post uh, of trivia that you can find uh, on the sound on the sound of music. Too much fun. Love love the movie and love to talk trivia as well. But I wanted to take this minute to thank you for listening this year. It's been my pleasure to share the many guests that we've had on Stories and Strategies for Women this year. My plan is to keep on doing it, having such a good time. I, there really is nothing that's more thrilling for me to be able to bring you these fantastic guests. And I always learn. I always have a great time talking to the different guests and the different experts and all the different fields, whether they be uh, the doctors that we've had on. We've had so many people come on and talk about how to live your best life. We've had yoga instructors. We've had We've had people who were great with mental fitness. We've had people who were inspirational on so many levels. And uh, all the authors that we've had the opportunity to interview about their their new books and their process and how they, they go about writing and what it meant to them to be able to write and submit things for other people to read. So it's it's really been my pleasure and uh, I want to continue to do it, bring you have some great guests coming up in the new year and I'm going to continue to interview authors, doctors um, specifically to help women. And again, it's you know, it's not just the decisions that you can get motivated to make. It's also deciding maybe not to go in a certain direction with your life or with a project. So that's a part of this too. It's not just, yes, do it. It's also, hey, maybe now's not the right time and here's why and maybe you need to pivot into something else. So I'm hoping that that's what's coming out of the podcast for you guys and I want to continue to do that. So the other piece is the next guest I'm going to have, and her name is Stephanie Gass, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E, I I think, Stephanie Gass, G-A-S-S, and she is an expert in podcasting. And she put out, she has her own podcast, the Stephanie Gass Podcast, and I asked her questions about podcasts that she did where she kind of spelled it out and said, hey, listen, if you want to do a podcast, here are the three things that you need to ask yourself. And if those three answers are, or four answers are yes, go ahead and do it, start a podcast. And I thought it was kind of an interesting thing because it's not just if you want to do a podcast. I thought that the four questions that she talks about and answers would be related to any decision that you're making in business. You know, if you if you want to change your career, if you want to change positions, if you want to start a new business. If you want to write a book, here are four questions that you need to answer that I think are actually applicable to making that decision and really appreciate her expertise. She's, as I said, a podcaster in her own right, but she's found a way to teach 
how to put together a podcast that leads to educating folks on her particular subject. So she's kind of making money by having people sign up for her courses that she doesn't really have to be attending. She's she's recording the courses. So you sign up for material that she's put out there that's just there, which is, wow. I mean, that's kind of a neat way uh, to have a business and share your skill and your passion and your expertise. So pretty neat. But like I said, applicable to any kind of change you want to make in your life. So I thought that would be a great New Year's podcast and hopefully start the year off right. And I look forward to being with you again. Thank you so much for listening. And this is Stories and Strategies for Women podcast. And I am your very grateful host, Claudine Mook. See you next time. You're listening to Stories and Strategies for Women podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a review. Visit me at my website, ClaudineWalk.com. Drop me a note on Instagram at ClaudineWalk. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.